The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 2 Marianne, I'm going to take a quick shower before dinner, Chase yelled as he barreled through the front door and rushed up the stairs, taking two steps at a time. Marianne didn't bother to respond. She was five large pours of Pinot into the evening and at this point could not give a shit. She had a clear vantage point of her husband's lanky body running up the stairs in the open floor plan, but she kept her focus on the wine glass, ignoring him and her elegant surroundings, a custom-built Tuscan-inspired home that sat on a too-small lot along Lake Greenhaven Drive. Lake Greenhaven was a man-made lake that was originally designed to serve as a reservoir and public recreation area, until a local developer purchased the acreage surrounding the lake and built a private community of McMansions that bordered the water and blocked off all but a tiny section of public access. The entrance to Lake Greenhaven Drive was framed by a large security gate and tiny security guardhouse that was seldom staffed. It was mainly for show, but it sent a clear message that non-residents were not welcome. Chase worked every weekend for the last 11 years to build up his real estate brokerage. He was regarded as an innovator by his peers, as one of the first in the business to adopt social media to promote his listings. Marianne knew he worked hard to give them a good life, but she could not help resenting how little time he reserved for her and the kids. Their six-year-old twins, J.C. and Jack, were exclusively her responsibility. While Jace finessed customers into buying his listings, she filled her weekends sitting poolside during the twins' day-long swim meets. Her weekdays included wine lunches while the twins were at school. She had a tight circle of friends who, like her, were stay-at-home moms with master degrees and workaholic husbands. Even though they lived less than a block away from a nice public elementary school that had good local reviews, Chase insisted that their kids attend an expensive private Montessori. The high cost of tuition was another excuse for him to work long hours. When Marianne brought up the idea of going back to work part-time, he bristled, accusing her of being selfish. You've got plenty of time for that after the kids are in high school. They need their mom around now. My mom never worked. Marianne continued staring into her now empty wine glass. It was reflecting a distorted image of her face in a halo of candlelight. Her clouded imagination pretended she was looking into a crystal ball that revealed not her future, but the unfortunate reality of her present state. You are trapped, she said to herself with a touch of melodrama in her voice. Trapped in a gilded cage you helped to build. 
She smiled sarcastically at her reflection as she drowned it with the last few ounces from the bottle of Pinot. Lifting the glass slightly off-center from her lips, she took a large swallow as a trickle of the wine dribbled down her chin. She wiped the spill with the back of her sleeve, leaving a pink stain on the white cashmere. Fuck it, she slurred. Fuck this stupid sweater and fuck this stupid fake mansion and this fucking stupid fake lake. My whole life is fucking fake. A wave of nausea paused through her, and Marianne put her head down on the table, trying to stop the room from spinning. Music